Episode 014 of the TBC podcast brought to you by GRM Daily, presented by myself, Michael Payne. Myself, Adal. And with a very special guest, if you'd like to introduce yourself, sir. Yeah, what's going on, folks? Snips. First of all, before we start with any proceedings, um, I would like to take it upon myself to offer a formal apology to Snips <laughs> for not curtailing the conversation that we had about him in episode 012. And Snips is a friend of mine, and it's been that way for years now. And with any friend of yours, there is a degree of loyalty that I think that you should uh, basically uphold. And if I was in the position where people were having an extensive conversation about me, I would want to be there to defend myself. Uh, I'd want to be properly represented. Um, and I didn't give him that opportunity so yeah, like I said, I'd just like to, no matter what happens, I'd like to offer my formal apology. I've said it to him yeah, personally. No, I fully respect that, bro. But I'd like to just say it on the that. record as well. So appreciate it. Do you want appreciate to explain it. to the listeners how this went down? Because yeah, so, so now okay. to explain exactly what I'm talking about. So if you cast your minds back or just listen to episode 012, you will know that we discussed um, Snips. Uh, the, the conversation was started by uh, Vidal. Um, about his opinion on on snips and it was the choice of words could have been there could have been a a more diplomatic choice of words um everyone is everyone is very opinionated and this is the reason why we have these barbershop conversations we talk candidly and uh we speak about issues and uh people that we feel strongly about um but at the end of the day Snips isn't a person that we would never ever come into contact with. He's actually, like I said, uh, a friend of mine. And um, obviously people are gonna catch wind of certain things that you say. So we, we gave Snips the opportunity to come here so that we, we could create a level playing field so that we could have a conversation, hopefully bury the hatchet as well, and then move on to some pressing topics. Because at the end of the day, you know, I'm a hippie and I just like peace. I hear that. No, it's peace. But what do you think this was? It's peace. All right. Let me start from the beginning. Firstly, because we, we don't know each other. Yeah. Like me and you have never had a conversation. So my issue is this. I don't give a shit what was said about me. That wasn't that wasn't the issue of what was said. The issue was this, and this isn't even directed at you, because like I said, we don't know each other. Yeah. I'm I'm not somebody that is annoyed by people's opinions that don't know me. My annoyance was the fact that three people that did know me, and you started the conversation. Yeah. The three people that did know me continued with it. Now, my thing is this, yeah? And, and I'm not trying to bring this up again because we've had this discussion. Absolutely. Fully, Speak like, your mind freely, mate. Now, let's say, for example, me, Poet, and or me, Vujanic, and Chucky are talking about Poet, yeah? The three of us know each other and we know Poet well. Yeah. So we might, we might make jokes about Poet in the a, in a, in a same way that they did here, but we wouldn't say anything that I wouldn't say to Poet's face. Same way I know you guys never said nothing that you, you haven't previously said to me. But my thing is this, if somebody else came into that conversation that didn't know Poet yeah. and tried to, not, not even engage in it, but tried to kind of start a conversation off, my, my response would be to shut them down immediately because they don't know the person. So my issue was that. My issue was that Poet and Chucky especially because you didn't actually have that much to say, to be honest, and you were the one that curtailed it in the end. Poet and Chucky, Poet especially continued the conversation and um, almost enabled and encouraged what you were saying and, and ran with it. So that was my issue. That's my issue with yeah. them. 
My issue with you is something different. Which is? Okay. My issue with you, really, <laughs> bruv, to be honest, is because I didn't know who you were, to yeah. be honest. And um, when they showed me, they showed me your Twitter and I saw it and I was like, you know, I've seen this guy in my ads before. Yeah. So I know I've you, seen you as well, yeah. <laughs> I don't, think I've, I, I don't know if I've had an actual conversation with you on Twitter, but yeah. I've definitely seen you in my ads. Maybe I responded, I don't know. But my thing is this, is that I don't, I don't care about people's opinions in it. If I did, I wouldn't be so outspoken with what I've got to say. But I find it almost humorous to hear, because no disrespect, like before I came on here, I thought, let me, let me have a, a little like... Let me find out about this guy. Yeah. So I asked a couple of people. I did a bit of research. I couldn't find nothing, bro. Yeah. Like, like I don't know you. I don't know anything about you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming all you know about me is what you've seen on Twitter or what you might have seen on a I don't know on a YouTube video or whatever. So you basically taking it upon yourself to have a, a outspoken and not just an outspoken opinion, but a fairly disrespectful opinion to the point where you 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 you've obviously been informed that. My name is a name to get some laughs off, and <laughs> you, you've been you've been you've been incorrectly informed if that's the case because it's not. I think I haven't been given like the free ball to oh, say yeah, snips is this guy. Go at him and get some laughs. Like I feel like I don't owe you anything because no, you don't. You as don't. far as as far as I'm concerned, I'm any of uh, X amount of people that I've listened to you, seen you on jump off. So I that my my opinion. It's my opinion. I don't feel like I have to justify it. No, nah, not at all. Not at all. And, and and to be honest, I spoke to Michael and Michael was like, oh, you know, like it's not a beefing. And I was like, no, nah, of course not. Like, like I don't take things personally to the point where like, fuck this guy. Who's this guy? How yeah. can he talk like that? But at the same time, it's like, okay, this guy's this guy gone on a public forum to address me and I don't know him. So it's a conversation. You see what I'm saying? But I don't feel like what I say is um, undermined by the fact of, okay, he's only 10 months into the game or however long he is. It still, I feel like it still stands because when I'm saying what I'm saying, it's like, how can I explain it? Let me just get my words together. Whether I, even if I'm 10 months in, even if say two years in, I've done X, Y, and Z, I've got yeah. all these accolades. What difference does it make what I said then and what I say now? It still, it still holds weight. It's still got the same, well, same message. Opinions, opinions can or can't hold weight depending I on I felt like you was rattled when I didn't know you actually heard it yeah. but I was told that you made tweets and I didn't actually check them Yeah. but when I heard that I thought okay you might be rattled because I know you get people bombarding you at all, all the time so the fact that yeah. you've actually had an outspoken opinion and also something to say towards me Yeah. I feel like I rattled your cage and like that's, that's not my fault at the end of the to day to be honest I probably wouldn't have come across the podcast if it wasn't for the fact that people I knew we're talking about it. It was the fact that people hit me like, "Raw, how are Poet and Chucky and them not talking about you like this? That's what made me listen to the podcast. And then that's when I heard you speak. Otherwise, like, when you say rattled, like, I... Mm. From, Honestly. Like, if, I can, like, if I can interject, from, from yeah. what I see and from what you've said, I feel like, and as you, as you expressed, Poet, myself and Chucky our actions rattled your cage more than the fact that Vidal initiated the conversation because yeah. you're no stranger to having so people debate. having yeah, no, not acerbic not things to say yeah. to you or about you because you are a very opinionated yeah. person. But do you play into it because everyone's self-aware of who they are and their position? Yeah. And I feel like you know your brand. You know 
Okay, hundred percent. You're known as that old arrogant guy, but has like the deadest opinions about music and culture. <laughs> oh. See, and this, show, this guy head. still thinks my name's something to get laughs off of. Go on, Damn. go on. No, literally, that's yeah, that's what. No, no, to who? Because no, here's 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 where I think you're 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 struggling and you and you're and you're liable to fuck up because what <laughs> you've just said, yeah, about you being ten months into this game, yeah, into oh, this shit. industry, call it an industry, yeah, we can call it an industry for want of a better word. But I don't know if this industry, so to speak, pays your bills or pays your rent or or or, or facilitates you to live a life that 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 doesn't require you to earn other. Of course not. Not okay. to be so, financially so that, free at this stage. No. Okay. So in that case, you're 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 interning. You're not yet in what we consider to be this industry. You can yeah? put it like that. So if you look at this industry as, if you look at this as a company, so to speak, yeah. If you first start interning in the company, yeah, you're going to start looking at the people that are working in different fields. If you don't know who everybody is or why they've got to the position they've got to in that company, yeah, you're coming in there and I'm like, oh, fuck this guy. I'm oh, fuck this guy. This guy. No, this I know person, who you are. I've done the research and I've watched you from Jump Off and I know about Living Proof and I know about SAS and I know about you going to America and doing things with 97 and whatever. Right. I know that. So it's not like I don't know anything. It's just, I've consistently watched your opinion and I've disagreed majority of the time. So that's why I have this view. That's fine. I don't, bruv, like, uh, not everybody's going to agree with every, every opinion. Exactly. But my point is still this. If you walk into a company and you start talking about people that have done X, Y, and Z, like, for example, yeah, I know Posty. Post, Posty's the boss here, yeah? Posty facilitates you with a voice, yeah? So as it stands, you're still in a position where you're not an independent entity. You're facilitated by people that have built something first. I'm somebody that is in the world that Posty's in, in the sense that I've built things, I've, I've, I've contributed. Now I heard you say that I don't, I'm out of touch with youth culture, yeah? I run the biggest hip hop night in I this country. I know you going to say that, yeah? yeah? The biggest hip hop night in this country to an age group predominantly 18 to 21, yeah? This last month, I've been in 10 different countries DJing to people 18 to 21, yeah? So if I'm out of touch with youth, with youth culture and that's what I've done and you haven't done a fraction of what I've done, what does that suggest about your ability to stay in touch with youth culture if you've not even done a fraction of what I've done and I'm apparently out of touch? I wouldn't, so, I wouldn't cut myself out of touch as well because if you've had the same, as Mikhail said, if you're no stranger Mike, to Michael, the conversation, Michael, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Just wanted to put that out there. Just wanted to put that Stop out there. Yeah. Out there <laughs> yeah. So if you if you're no stranger to to this debate, yeah. and people have pretty much said the same thing. So this is nothing but like a recycled record. You you've you've heard this all before. So what's the difference? There when, isn't. You, when you say I've heard this all before, like for the most part, this 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 isn't the feedback I get from what I do. I get positive feedback. Not feedback not... from what you do. Yeah. It's not what you do. It's your opinion. What uh, it's separated. But but so I'm not saying that your night is shit or that is shit or this and that. It's, I'm but talking my, my about opinion and my, my, my on voice on things. things. Okay. But you've even got to understand there that you, you've seemed to assume that you're in the majority of people who, who, who disagree with me or who, who don't share my opinion or who think my opinion's dead or whatever. Like you're assuming that you are part of a majority that thinks that. No, I'm not assuming I'm part of. I'm assuming I am aware that you've had that engagement before and it's yeah. fact. Yeah, of course I've had that engagement. Yeah, like so anybody, people, anybody with an outspoken opinion is gonna engage with people that agree and with people that disagree. But how many times does it happen till it, till it becomes considered a consensus? Because what you're, I, how I see it, what you're known for, 
with DJing and then as a personality and with debates, yeah. you're always known for having the opposing view or even being labelled as the wrong from from jump off yeah. to filthy fellas. See, so how can I be wrong? You, you See, you will say, oh, he has an opposing view. I've heard other people say you're the only person that talks any sense. With, so, with, with all due respect yeah. with the filthy fellas thing, he is a Liverpool supporter, to be fair. Yeah. So he's always <laughs> had the uh, unpopular opinion. You know what? When it comes to football, I just got to suck it up in it. Because I am a Liverpool <laughs> yeah, fan, yeah, so exactly. I can't That's say shit. Football, yeah. strictly speaking, <laughs> he's always going to have discussion. the unpopular opinion being, yeah. uh, being but, a, um, a Liverpool supporter. But no, like hip-hop wise, on the jump off, like, and the thing is, all right, you're, you're, you're I'm assuming you're like, what, 19, 20, 21, 20. 20. All right. So obviously- there's a massive age gap between the two of us. Of so I don't expect you to have the same opinion as me and that's not to belittle your opinion. And there's this, there's this really unhealthy attitude amongst people my age in hip hop at the moment where they try way too fucking hard to be into what the kids are into. And for me, I think it's, it's, it's a fine line between um, appreciating youth culture and appreciating what young people are into and still hold an opinion and growing old gracefully with the, the industry that you work in and the music that, that, that you love, yeah? So this, this idea, because it's only in hip hop where this idea that if you're over 30, you're washed and you're this and you're that. Yeah. No other music does There's that. There's no expiry like, date on other artists. Yeah, well, exactly. You have a question, mm -hmm. why is that? Like, what's your opinion on that? Like, I think it's bullshit, to be honest. I think it is as well. I think... I, I think like if you listen to other, like listen to reggae music, yeah? Whether you're talking about dancehall and bashment or you're talking about roots reggae, there is consistent reggae coming out for people at different points mm. in- Yeah, of in course. The general, like they no respect one, their bloody yeah. elders, that's what you it know? is. Like yeah, true, Chronix yeah. has got an older fan base than say Popcorn's got. True. But no one's going to say, oh, Chronix is washed, he's dead, like he's old, what Truth. the fuck? No one's going to say that, Truth. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, it's-, very it's true. And in hip hop, we don't have that, so- I don't, I don't like to shy away from the fact that I'm older than most of the people in my field. I don't think that's a, this idea that it's something to be ashamed of. Like Kanye West is the biggest influencer in quote unquote youth culture and he's 40. Yeah, true. You know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 and it's something that we're more obsessed with here than in America. In America, people don't really give a shit so much. I go raving in America and I'm going to clubs where I'm hearing everything from Future and Young Fug to Big Daddy Kane and the age range of people can go from 20 to 45. And yeah. it's not a weird thing. In London, that doesn't exist. I think it only exists as uh, the, the, the nearest comparison would be Grime, where you could hear Wiley, for instance, next to Stormzy. Because I feel Maybe, it's more, even then, it's still only like a 10 to 12 year. You know. What it is, I feel, I feel that people in America are more appreciative and studious when it comes to yeah. hip hop because it is their export. And it's, it's a bigger country. It's purely their export in it. They know it pays the size of that mother. That's a bird of I'll prey. I'll take the bee inside, buzzing around. Everyone's Can someone scattering. show that be the door, please? <laughs> Everyone's scattering right now. <laughs> it, can't, it can't even get out of the window. Well, I'm acting tough. It. If it comes over here, I'm running. Yeah. yeah. I'll tight the B into that. He's out. He's out. Now he's Fuck, in. Fuck. You know, he's he's going to break the window. Can someone show it out? <laughs> right, I reckon you should pause this before. Nah, nah, we're rolling. It's cool, man. Don't worry. It's a B, man. I'm keeping one eye on that. It's a B. It's not that deep. Right. So, so I think there is a certain level of... Hey, of someone be on B watch. Yeah. Someone be on B watch. I beg. Go, Marissa, go. Get that shit. Get the B. Get the B. We're going to make it our next guest. Get the B. Go on. What a ledge. Supreme she's out here. She's out, as you can see. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, big up, Marissa, yo. 
it, yeah? Hey. Let's come back in, nah, nah. Fuck you, hell, mate. All right. That's with us plus one. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, like, I, I feel like they owe it to themselves and they take it upon themselves to not ostracize MCs that are older and from an older generation. Yeah. And there there yeah. are definitely some Americans that will go, that's the, the hip, the hop. The yeah. <laughs> they will say that that's their era. But yeah. I think that generally they respect it. You understand? They respect it. Even if they don't listen to it anymore, they respect it because without them, yeah, definitely. The, the current, stable of MCs would not exist. Here's, here's, the, here's the other myth as well. When like I have conversations with younger people like yourself that are like, oh, you know, you're out of touch. You don't listen to new. I buy new, more new music than most people I know. And I buy not just like some old rapper doing a new album. Like I buy new music in it. My opinion, I personally, I don't like, I don't even say I don't like trap music, but I don't like the young thugs and the futures and the little yotties because to me, I remember five years ago when we used to look at artists like that online for fun because it was like parody. And now somehow you've got publications like Noisy or whatever that like think it's funny to laugh at hip hop culture that will promote shit like that. And now, now suddenly it's like the given that that's the music people like. So I don't like that. But what that, don't you like about Young Fuck? Do you mean as in how he looks or the music he makes? I don't like the music he makes. I don't care about how he looks, bruv. Like people, people have been dressing like that for years, bruv. I love Rick James. Rick James used to dress way more fruity than Young Fug has ever Cameo, dressed. Rick James. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't care about all that. Like I don't wear your tight leather shorts or whatever. That's, 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 that's fine. Me, when I listen to Young Fug, like I don't think the music is good. I feel like he's taking the piss out of his audience. But it's all melodies. Does he have to be? He doesn't have to be lyrical because you've got people like. I don't necessarily care about lyrical, but I never really listened to Bone Fogs back in the day. You're you're only into New York rap. No, not at all. I'm into West Coast rap. I'm into Southern rap. Rap predominantly. um, Yeah, predominantly probably New York rap. But then in London, that's pretty much what we grew up on. We weren't really checking West Coast music like that. I mean, it existed, but I'm saying that like, if you speak to anybody that's like 30 plus, we grew up on Big and Nas and Wu-Tang and Mob Deep and that kind of stuff. Yeah. We weren't really checking for that much, apart from the obvious- Apart from you, pack. Cash money. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, so what made you stay here then? Because how I always seen it, you've been so submersed into American culture, mm. like to the point of how you dress, you almost, if I saw you and didn't hear you speak, I wouldn't think you're from around here at all. I feel that's, like you're from there. That's funny because people have said that, but now everybody in Dalston dresses exactly the same as I dress. So, like, I can vouch for that. You know, yeah. like having like, lived there, I'm wearing Palace right now, bro. This is a British brand. My yeah. cousin skates for like, like, like half the shit I wear. But my, my the, the brands I wear more than anything is probably Palace and Pata, and they're both like European brands. Europe, Europe has funny. more of an influence on American yeah. fashion than yeah, vice like, versa. I heard that would you say you're dressed in European then and not American? Well, right now, I, I, don't, I don't really think that there's such thing as a, a European or American style anymore. Like, Not anymore. Maybe back in FUBU. Back in even, the FUBU era, but we're talking then. about that's like 20 years ago, really. And even then, I, I wasn't wearing FUBU. Like, like I heard the Echo tracksuit coming. Yeah. Like, but the, the last time I wore, the last time I wore an Echo tracksuit, the last time I wore an Echo tracksuit, I was fucking. You would have probably still been in fucking nappies, bro. Like, I don't think I was born. Probably not. Like, probably not. Like, like I, I, I was wearing Echo in the late nineties, bro. Like, no one's worn Echo since. Like, and it's funny because, like, people associate this kind of weird American like over baggy shit with. Oh yeah, you like old school hip hop, bro. Like. The, the, the world I'm in, and Michael could testify to this, is the, the world I'm in and the shit that I've been wearing for the last 10 years is now what 
like grime artists are wearing and is being seen as cool. Like we were queuing up at Hideout to buy Supreme and fucking, we were going to Dover Street Market and, and buying t-shirts and shit. And now suddenly that's, that's what grime artists wear. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, like Jordans. Yeah, we were doing that 10, 15 years ago. So to say, oh, you dress American, but now like every grime artist dresses in exactly the same shit. It's well, was that not the case when like so sudden, when you look at the mobiles, they was like wearing food, weren't that? Yeah, Fubu and Bandana's like, back. Like, like, no disrespect. Like, no, no, not even yeah. like Rough Squad. Yeah, true. Avery Rex jacket was the thing, bro. Like, everyone was had the AV, yeah. bro. Like, you know what I mean? Every member had the longest uh, yeah. basketball jersey. And that's no disrespect yeah. because I was dressing. Do you know how proud I was when I got my first academics tracksuit? Yeah, Do you know no, you no, couldn't same. see yeah, my yeah, trainers yeah, yeah. when I wore my first <laughs> academic tracksuit? Such was the bagginess of the bottoms. But we didn't care because you wanted to blend in. And that yeah. is the point of fashion. They're setting trends and then they're following fashion. And 100% we used to follow fashion because the, the Americans, they led in everything yeah. from entertainment to fashion. So if Americans wore academics tracksuits, I'm spending 200 pound on a tracksuit, 200 pound that I don't have yeah. on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a tracksuit. Yeah. Fat farm, all of that. It, it the baggier the better. But then at the same, at the same <laughs> time, to look like the American dope boys. It's as simple as. But that. at the same time, we also did the European shit. I used to wear mad fucking iceberg. I used to do a visu. I used to do yeah, all of that machine. kind of shit no, as well. Like Valentino, yeah, machine all, all that stuff. Like we like. I feel like for us here, it was always a, it was always a like a hybrid of European and American styles. But then at the same time, there was definitely a stage, and I reckon it was like mid noughties where it did get a little bit mad with Absolutely. the American like rock aware yeah. and academics where yeah. like I did, I wore that shit, yeah. I wore, but, but like, I feel like everybody did. Like even a grime artist, you go back and look at- were eating yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing you, you go Nelly back one. and you look at photos yeah, yeah, of like yeah. Skepta and all them lot from the mid two, they were wearing the same shit. I remember Vocal, like, Nelly's you know, one, Vocal. Vocal, yeah, that never really caught on with yeah, me, but I see it though, I respect it though. But fashion's, fashion's about, like anyone who says, oh, I just wear this because it looks good. Yeah, you wear shit because it looks good. But at the same time, there's a cultural identity attached to the fashion you choose to wear. And depending on your age, different things have different, like uh, cultural attachment. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like Stone Island, for example, like, like I like Stone Island, didn't it? Yeah. I don't really wear it because my age group, when I was young, the only people that wore Stone Island hooligans. were, were hooligans. hooligans and skinheads. Yeah. So especially yeah. as a white boy with a skinhead, like, and I'm kind of hip hop raves, you I don't really look good in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I, Stone Island, I couldn't rock it. You mm. see what I'm saying? So like Same everything. Fred Perry. And yeah. Ben Fred Perry, does, Fred Perry does collaborations with Stussy now. It's cool now. Yeah. yeah. Fred Perry was the uniform of skinheads. Yeah. You understand? Hackett, Ben Hackett, Ben Sherman, all of that. Yeah. It was the uniform of right wing Boned, like what, what's funny is now, boned. That's, that yeah. style has become yeah, hipster. That style is what the hipsters are wearing. Uh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. It's cool for black people to wear Dr. Martens now. Yeah. Couldn't, yeah. Do that, couldn't do that when, you know what I mean? Yeah. You couldn't do that back in the day. Like when Lenny Henry's on TV and that, yeah. That's a myth. Yeah. <laughs> MA1, yeah, yeah, that the was the gay community. The orange lining and Furthermore, all that if anything, that was the gay community. And that's, an, that's another community that sometimes... Um, uh, sort of determine trends as well. People don't like to admit it a lot of the time, but the gay community do start a lot of trends. Yeah, and the gay community were 100% in MA1s and MA2s before Yeah, yeah 100%, 100%. Just, I know we've got to move on to other topics. Just to answer your question though, because you said um, what made me come back because I was immersed in the culture over there or whatever. Um, to, to take it all the way personal, when I was living in New York, I had a girlfriend who was home at the time who felt ill. And um, so I came back for a while and I ended up staying for too long. We split up or whatever. But like, then I kind of, once I come back, Living Proof was 
going from just being like a small little party to being something that I couldn't really not be here to run. Um, so I still go back. I'm still in New York like maybe twice a year. Um, and the plan is, I guess, eventually um, to to relocate over there at some point. Um, but yeah, to be honest, with with the way things are now, you, you kind of don't, it doesn't really matter where you live, especially yeah. like for me, like obviously people know me as a DJ and a promoter or whatever, but I produce as well. And that's my main focus. And really it doesn't, really matter where I am to do that. Mm. You know, you can build with artists and you can make music. The world is wherever. one place now so, because, yeah. because of the internet. Yeah. It's literally one place. It's all one big, it's like Pangea all right. over again. You know what I mean? Before all the continents split, that is literally how the world is right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless you're in like proper never regions, you know what I mean? You know what? Deepest, darkest Mongolia and all that. You understand? <laughs> As well, because I just, um, sorry, I keep remembering that we got onto something and then veered off of it. But the other thing I was going to say is, um, there's, there's a little bit of a myth as well that um, with this idea of oh, youth culture or being out of touch and stuff, like just to use Young Fugger as an example, like I, I, I went on tour with um, Freddie Gibbs, who just, who's like, really, he's got the buzz in Europe after doing the album with Madlib, yeah? His audience is like 19 year olds and he's making hip hop music and he's actually outselling an artist like Young Fug. Young Fug sold 10,000 copies of his of his last album on the first week, which is pitiful. Like, I know people that He's have He's not sold... an album artist, though. No, exa exactly. But this is what I'm saying. It's like, how do you gauge success now? Because you got like Royce the 5'9 just outsold Young Fug. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, this idea of what's, what's hot and what's... It, like, there's this, there's this small little essentially like for want of a better word little urban world that embrace certain artists and this is why this is why poet yeah and you know what i've deliberately not got on to poet and chucky because i'm giving them the respect that they didn't give me to not rip into them while they're not here but poet making the comment that our oh, snips doesn't live in the real world like get outside your little bubble to me that's the fucking most ironic thing i've ever heard poet lives in this little urban bubble where he raves in the same place, he listens to the same music, you know, like everything is revolved around listening to Drake, Skepta and raving in visions and that's it. It doesn't go outside of that. I travel, I go, I, I, do you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm, Damn. like I'm in different, say something posty. <laughs> I don't think uh, we should be talking about Poet. <laughs> <laughs> when he's not here, shout out Poet, man. Big shout out to Poet, yeah. He's bringing me tickets for his show. Yeah, he just, uh, is it the, the one tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got mine already. Are you going, Snips? Did you get a ticket? He invited me. He invited me. <laughs> Are you on Poet Friends? Yeah, we're friends, bruv. We're cool. Oh, really so this is normal? Yeah, yeah this yeah, is. Yeah. No, this yeah, is a response. In, B, this, is, this is a response <laughs> to what opinion. he said. This is a response to what he said. Now, that's my boy. But, um, yeah, like, there, there's this there's this little world that exists that that... It's like if you're on Twitter and you're going to these certain raves and stuff, you think shit is a lot bigger than it is. And a lot of these artists that people are celebrating as being your this this is this is the new voice. It is like like it's it's niche. Like whether whether people want to admit it or not, like little little yachty and fucking these like ridiculous like they're niche artists. They're not like and if you're in that world, you think it's a lot bigger than it is, but you actually like look at the numbers, like these guys, they're not like 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 to give an example, yeah. Like Young Fug sold 10,000 copies of his album in the first week. Kendrick Lamar sold 350 something thousand copies. Nah, but Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like Kendrick and Young Fug, I think Kendrick's embraced. But where you talk yeah. about Freddie Gibbs, I don't think he's, he's embraced on like the larger scale. 
as say someone like Kendrick but because when I'm, when no, no, when I'm around not my face exactly, yeah. point, he's not yeah. Yeah. exactly snips but when you say embrace it's very hard to like, see something else when you're not in that circle yeah, yeah. that's why he was talking about for instance Poets Bubble Poet will know a lot about grime yeah he will know a lot about Young Fargo and, and the music that he listens to because that is the world that he's in you understand and that's by Poet's own admission I was yeah. just yeah. with Poet earlier on today at big shout out to Poet obviously at the Red Bull uh, culture clash. And he was saying, you know, he grew up on things like Bashment and he stayed there. You, you know, Grime came through, he stayed there. You mm. understand? Yeah. He, he, everyone, the thing is, this is the thing. Everyone is set in their ways. But the reason that Snips has got this reputation among some is because he's so much more vocal about his opinion and what he holds dear. So people feel because they don't have the same opinions that he's a grumpy old man, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. That he is, you know, only holding um, dear, you know, music from the boom bap era and hasn't listened to any new music since 1998. Do you know what I've been listening to all week? Kate Trinada's album. Right. It's just fucking, that's fire. Mm. Like, K Trinada's album, like my three favorite albums recent of that I bought recently, probably K Trinada, um, Anderson Pack, uh, and West Side Gun. Like Very those diverse. are my three albums. And yeah, it's like, yeah, what's that? Would you call Anderson Pack's album a rap album? No, no not at all. Not at all. But I don't listen to just rap. Like yeah. if you like I collect vinyl in it, I've got like a three, four thousand strong vinyl collection. I wouldn't even say fifty percent of it is hip hop. Like I listen to reggae, soul. I listen to like 70s rock music. I listen to a lot of shit. There's this myth that like, all I do is sit at home listening <laughs> to like 90s hip hop being angry. <laughs> but I'm a happy person. You know, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't had a job for 15 years. Yeah. Like like this, 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 this industry, quote unquote, has paid my rent and paid for me to exist for the past 15 years. Like this last month, I've been to 10 different countries. Like, like, I'm good. Like I'm happy in it. Like I make good money and I'm happy. Yeah, shout out, and shout out, this, like, this idea. <laughs> like, absolutely, absolutely. And I, and I can, I, you know, I can, I can that's, sort that's of. Uh, five years less than he's been alive. <laughs> <laughs> I can bear testament to the fact that I was, I was so glad when you brought up living proof, for instance, because living yeah. proof is something that has uh, stood the test of time. I was going to the first ever living proofs at Don't Say It. It's behind Topshop. Um, yeah. What's the venue? Um, said it last week. I did said it last week. Um, marketplace. Marketplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to Live Improved where we were banging on the fucking vents when yeah. someone played a banger. I was at Live Improved when Michael Jackson died and for the whole night, Shorty Blitz was playing nothing but yeah, Michael yeah, Jackson yeah. music. You understand? Yeah. I got booked on the Live Improved stage at Born and Bred. Shout out all the 10 people that came to see me. You get me? <laughs> Shout out, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's one of those things that I can actually vouch and say it has stood the test of time. And 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 like down down the line, for instance, when because you're a big uh advocate of like, you know, grime, mellow grime as well, you understand? Yeah. Ten years no, 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 seriously, ten years down the line, guaranteed someone will be saying the same things about you as people say about snips, and some people even say about me. You understand? But the only difference between me, I'm so much more eclectic. Like I'm not really known for a particular type of music in my listening habits. That's the only reason I'm not that sort of opinionated about certain things because I just yeah. love music. And, 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 and I'll be perfectly honest. I even said this on episode 012. I, I used to, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I used to, I used to hate Young Fug, but there are certain, it's it's like what we were saying about that the wholesome East cool. Coast yeah. hip hop shit. Mm. And West Coast music was always party music to me. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. sit down and listen to it and get any sort of um, 
like any sense of inspiration from it, it was a turn up back then before trap. You yeah. understand? Yeah. It was West Coast G Funk type shit that yeah. I would turn up to in it. It yeah. was RIP Nate though. Exactly. It was that type of stuff. And for me, trap has taken the place of West Coast music. Yeah. East for me, East the East Coast in Chicago is where it's at lyrically. Right, let but me, then everything else is turned. But then the music. stuff like Three Six Mafia that has, have existed from. Yeah, from but let, let me be honest. And th- I, I was gonna say this. This is a perfect example. Yeah, and I'll get hate for this, but I guarantee I won't get hate from anyone my age who was around when Three Six Mafia came out. That shit was a joke to people that listened to hip hop. I was just about to say the same thing. People used to ridicule. But I remember, Mafia. I remember yeah. f- shopping for records and see what was the club that tear the club up, Fugs record. That shit used to sit in a ninety nine p bin. Like we used to laugh at that shit. Like so, th- here's here's the thing, and you'll get it. what. Do you know what? Like without meaning to sound patronizing, because. As, as you said whatever you said, but I'm a respectful person. I'm not trying to, you know, yeah. belittle you or patronize what you do. Um, you'll get to a point, like, all right, let's think about right now. Um, what's what's a joke in hip hop? Like, what's a, what's a genuine joke to you? Like, I don't know, like a Macklemore or something. Yeah, imagine when you're yeah, thirty something. Yeah. Like G Easy. Yeah, perfect. there you go. He's more of a joke I, than Macklemore. Imagine, yeah, imagine when you're thirty-five and some twenty-year-old is like, "Yo, Jeezy's mad, bruv. Yeah, he was." back in the day now like yeah yeah he's like he's a legend you'll be like what the fuck like what the fuck are you talking about and bruv the <laughs> amount of shit yeah that people talk to me now and I'm like are you not serious is this what you Come not think down, was, was, was popping back in the day like yeah it's it's mad and it's like people can say oh you, you come no, but to say they're popping but then to you to turn around and say they're popping but they're, they weren't popping back in the day that doesn't mean they weren't popping but it still doesn't change like they're still cold undeniably well, Three six, regardless of they were a joke back then. Undeniably to who though? Yeah, it's all subjective. Remember, slab on it's my knob, like it corn on the cob. Like I'm I, 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 it, I, I can tell you that that's bullshit, bro. Like that was shit. Like you know the way you, you know that rapper bangs. Yeah, I'm gonna take you to the movies, Charlie. That oh guy. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what Three Six Mafia was to us. We used to be like, oh my god, is it, are they serious? Are or they reta- are they retarded? Like, remember Mims? Yeah, but this that's the thing. I'm but at. now, if you go into like an old school rave, old school like mid two thousands, they'll play Mims. This is why I'm hot. Like it's a banger. Like yeah. that was a joke to us. Mm. You see, like, and this is this is the funny thing. So like, see something like if I if I asked you what was popping in two thousand and four, what would you say? Probably like Dipset, Kanye. Yeah, like that. That era, era. Yeah, that era. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I'll yeah. be honest with you, bruv. Go to a Western club in 2004. For the most part, you didn't hear Dipset. We were listening to Dipset. Do you know what you heard in the club? Do you know what was the biggest shit in the club in 2004? Chingy, 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 and Jaquan's Tipsy. Like shit that is dog shit music. Yeah. So this is the funny thing is, everybody like the commercial heads that were listening to that now then. They'll yeah. deny it now and be like, no, 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 I was listening to Dipset. No, you fucking liar. You was listening to Chingy and, and, and Tipsy. And it's the same thing right now in 10 mm. years time. Yeah. When, when you look back at this time and you go, yeah, I was listening to Kendrick. No, you lying fuck. He was listening to Young Fug. Young Fug is your generation's Chingy. And you lot are going to deny that you liked it in 10 years time and pretend all you listen to is Kendrick. No, it was fucking Young Fug and Little Yachty or whatever. It's the same shit. They, they are- is that across the board for all trap, all trap, all trap rappers from like Gucci to work at that, that whole- I mean, like, I don't think- all Because it doesn't, enough. I don't think to hold, to brandish the whole sound. Nah, to be honest, it, like there's, there was good trap shit. Like to be honest, the early trap shit was like, uh, and people are going to be like, no, it came before that. I'm talking about the, the whole wave of it starting to get really big here when BMF came out and um, Hard in the Paint and all of all of that shit. 
Like that shit was good. It was a new sound, but there's only so far you can take a sound where you're doing nursery rhyme raps and using the same three presets and the same 808 drum kits. So what's like the difference between that? Those... What's the difference between that and then grime? I feel the same uh, about grime. Do you feel this, you feel like grime will just become something corny when people are? Well, the thing age. is, the, the, to me, the good grime doesn't sound like what grime used to sound like right now. Like to me, I don't think Stormzy sounds like grime did in 2004. I think Stormzy's gone somewhere else. But what about Skepta? He sounds... If anything, he's gone... He's not always sounded the same, but he's made the conscious decision to sound He's making very much grind from 2004. This is the thing. And I think Skepta does it well, but I don't want to hear... If I hear another 10 artists doing that sound, it's going to be boring. Like I feel like Skepta's got that lane. I don't really want to hear anyone else do that. So you don't accept records like Gets, you done already, even though... It's a banger, but you don't accept it because it doesn't. But Gets is Gets is lyrical as fuck, though, yeah, man. Like man. this is a this is a thing. When when you're when you're talking about people that can really spit, like see the production of Dunno already. Yeah? If I heard, I don't know, I don't want to call people out, but if I heard someone who wasn't really lyrical on that, I'd be like, this shit just sounds like some shit from two thousand four. Yeah. But because Gets can really really spit, I feel like that's where it opens him up to. But there was lyrics in two thousand and four as well, so I don't. Yeah, no, I'm not. People I'm, are barring. I'm not saying there wasn't. I'm not saying there wasn't. I'm saying that like the people that have been able to take it further are people that have an element of skill, whether it's in, in pushing production forward or pushing lyrics forward. But because D-Double pushes flows. As well. <laughs> do you know what? I'm, I'm going to be 100%, I'm gonna be 100% honest with you, bro. He pushes like, lyrics as well, but... No, D-Double is lyrical, but the foundation... D-Double is not lyrical. All right, do you think the grime bubbles burst? Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be 100% honest no, with you. Be yeah? honest, be honest. Flows, I, I don't, I don't... Order, order. Grime ain't my music, innit? Yeah. So I didn't I didn't grow up with grime. I was never into grime. I I'm got, like you. Yeah, go on. I, I got I got certain artists who I'm cool with personally that 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 I fuck with, like who who I respect what they do and some of them I respect their, their music or whatever, but it's not my music. So I'm not educated on it enough to really sit there and go deep about which MC is this or which MC. For me as a hip hop fan, we, we used to just, grime was nothing. Until Kano and Getz and Wretch came out where we were all like, rah, these lot can actually spit. And Dougs and like, that's yeah, when we were Dougs, like, man. you know, okay, these guys can spit. So for me, when I have these arguments with people and they say best grime MCs, I'm always like, well, for me, the best grime MCs are Dougs, Getz, uh, Kano and um, J2K. Because for me, they're the guys that, they're the guys that can really, really, really spit. But then I'm not a grime fan, yeah. so like my but opinion. For them, what you're saying there, grime, grime is different. Yeah, the target of grime is, is to but get yeah, the reload. Grime, so. wait, 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 Especially yeah. in grime anyway, the objective is to get the reload. So Absolutely. If you're not doing that, but, but you're spraying your heart out, then what yeah. does it mean? But then that's like Sharky Major, bro. He was, was one of, one of the coldest, him. G. Like, I was just and he would come on and get a reload with some of like the most intellectual lyrics you ever heard. Sharky Major was before his time. And Discard is still... and Because that is a true example... That's why you can't say it's a reload. It's just a reload culture. It can't yeah, be like... Yeah. No, it's not just a reload culture. He was. He was Bro. super lyrical. I ain't going to get into this debate. That's a whole other story. He was super but, yeah. intelligent, that guy. Like, but I feel that... But even, he, you don't even need that because Discard is still here with the same eight bars and <laughs> our water boy cannon and he's still getting reloads. But he's been doing that. People laugh, but he's been doing that for that it's many true. years and it's hard to do that. To go in there with, with content people have really heard for that long and still get the same reaction. Yeah, yeah, no, there are some yeah. people that have maintained, you're right, there are some people that have maintained the same style and even used the same bars for years. For that long and yeah, still yeah. be held in this, and still get the same reaction Absolutely. in the clubs. 
Then would but, you- but like I said, I'm, I'm not educated enough to have a, an opinion, but just because something, and I'm not talking about this, well, whoever this specific artist you're talking about, I don't, I don't know their music, but just because something still works, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a testament to their music. It can mean it's a testament to what a crowd expects. There's artists that get away with murder and have done for 20 years because their particular audience doesn't really require much to be entertained. I'm not saying that like specifically about, you know, but <laughs> you know. What's that Russian <laughs> artist, that, that guy? Is it Young Lean? No, is it Young oh, Lean? Oh, Young Lean. Yeah. I don't Swedish understand guy. that. Like, yeah. I personally don't understand Young yeah. Lean. That's not my thing. No. He, is, he, is he Swedish, isn't it? Something like that, yeah. Well, he's, he's doing I don't shows, get like. it. Can someone explain that while we're here? Because I, I, I've never ever got do, it. Do you know what it is? Marissa's putting her hand up. Maybe you'd like to uh, come on down. Approach the floor. Pe- people, people seem to go for music. Please, for my per- for my sanity. That's like the new wave of trash tumbling music that you're on about. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Little Yachty, Young Lean, all of that. Like the thing, the thing about Young Lean is not about the music. It's about the whole vibe. It's about this sad boys thing and Arizona iced tea, and it's called Vaporwave. So it's like weird electronic music. And he's just weird, but that's what it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to understand it. It's supposed to be. But the way stupid. people talk about it, it's, it's supposed like they to be do, though. because it's because it's different. So because it's or so pretentious. Because, yeah, um, yeah, because it's so yeah. different. People will associate with it, but not because not because of how good it is, but because it's different, and they want something new and different to relate. To. It's quite related to streetwear, actually, with um, Stussy and Supreme and all that. A lot of people associate with. Young Lean, but no, it's, li- it's no. fully. But at the same time, no, they, no, they do, yeah. they do. Well, yeah, they actually do. Yeah. My age, believe yeah. this, this is my yeah, age. Absolutely. This is my age because I'm. But in- then, the, but this is the generation of people who buy Supreme, who queue up for two days to buy a Ninja Man T-shirt, having never heard a Ninja Man. <laughs> yeah, they love they love vintage. And old school stuff not having been born in the era. Yeah, but it's pretentious. It's madly pretentious. I'll tell you why it's pretentious, yeah? Because. And if this makes me sound like an old man, whatever. So, and but you'll agree with this. Jesus called we, you old. We we we. Yeah, we I am. <laughs> but I we, no, am. but we 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 both collect sneakers. We both fucking wear the same kind of shit. Both into the same music or whatever. But back in the day, you got into all of those things because of music. So it's like I was into hip hop. So the reason I was buying Jordans was because I was like, oh shit, and do the right thing. He's wearing the Jordan 4s. I need them. The reason I'm 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 into certain brands. I was into Polo because a lot of the rappers I was I was listening to were low lives. They were going Snow out stealing Beach, it. Rayquan so shit. I wanted I wanted it all kept like music was the centerpiece and everything else was around it. Nowadays music is like just an extra thing. So these kids that are into Polo, they're not into like like if you look at Polo as a brand, yeah, Polo is a brand made for for rich white. Polo playing like <laughs> preppy people. Hip hop made it cool because they were running into Macy's and stealing it and they, and they were wearing it differently. But these kids that are into it now, it's like they couldn't even tell you who First in How was or they couldn't they couldn't tell you that Fabulous was a low life or do you see what I'm saying? Because these they have- These people don't know Young Lean. That's, that's not the point of it. It's, the point isn't to make a connection between what's come before us. It's, it's the fact it's so different, but it makes these tiny references to things like- old school Game Boys and yeah. stuff that came but before. What, but then what Slims is trying to say that a lot of these youths don't even know what the reference is. Yeah. Okay, but so like when they hear a song point, they say it's that song, but it's a song point of another song. Yeah. The brand yeah. without having their own mind and not actually knowing. Like Snips just explained 
exactly why he wore Jordans, right? For instance, because of Do The Right Thing and because mm-hmm. of every mm-hmm. rapper that he was listening to that made Jordans. Not even just Jordans, him. but like specific yeah, shoes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Patrick you know. Ewing, Jordans, yeah. Air Force yeah. Ones, yeah. whatever. There was a direct reference, you understand, back in the day. It's among a heritage. Our it's a heritage. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But nowadays, I, I feel, and, and I'm pretty sure Snips will agree that a lot of the youth now just do it because... Shout out to Nike, by the way. They just do it because they feel that they... It's just because the brand has told them to do it. Bruv, Supreme is a perfect example. I can tell you a lot about Supreme because... I don't really fuck with it, but there's a lot of boys, especially my age, who do. And I'm in, and I'm in a lot of these groups on Facebook, yeah. like Supreme Talk, Palace Talk, whatever, Basement, blah, blah, who glorify these groups. And a lot of it is, it's about having money. It's not about heritage. It's not about who they've got holding, you know, Kermit and Kate Moss. with. Do you know what it's about? It's, it's about belonging. About it's a, yeah, it's about what, along, but it's also about money. It's, it's, yeah, for the people my age, yeah. 19, 20 olds, yeah. who a lot of them... I don't know who's listening, but they're using their parents' money to, yeah, buy, of course, of to course. buy this stuff. And these t-shirts retail for what, 30 quid? They bump for they 200 for quid. 200 quid. And yeah. it's because they want to fit in, but it's also, it. Uh, when it comes down to it in, in these groups, it's because of elitism. It's kind of a young people's version of... But it's an elitism without it's a young even people's understanding version what of, they're part of. of a society because it's like the people that have got the most BOGOs yeah are the best people. Yeah, right? no, and everyone I, wants all these clothes, but they can't listen, afford them. So I, they I get, I get, they look, it, it's more than heritage. It's more than music. It, you know, so the, you say, with clothes, no, it goes, it goes, it goes yeah. down to status. Let me it's tell you, status. let me tell you that the problem with that, yeah, is that the reason streetwear exists, Stussy started streetwear. Stussy was the first streetwear brand to ever exist. 100%. No, and, and then it got wet. Everyone's saying it's wet. Yeah. yeah, where, yeah I, I don't care. Them, listen, yeah, I don't care. It's the Supreme fuck, Kids. Listen, it's the no, Supreme listen, Kids that are saying it's wet. It's the Supreme Kids that are saying it's wet. Fuck all of those kids. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're talking about when it comes to Stussy or Supreme. Let me let me explain something to you. Stussy started streetwear. The guy that... Can you let me finish? I beg you. Stussy started streetwear. When, when, when the guy that, that, that basically brought Stussy to New York opened up Supreme, they basically started, they came with the same ethos. Streetwear, the whole point of it is elitism, yeah? But it's elitism for a different reason. High fashion was elitism because it's like, we got money, you can't be in our gang because you can't afford what we're wearing. Streetwear was all about, if you get the references or you get culturally what we're doing, you create an elitism based on culture as opposed to based on money. So the whole point of a brand like Supreme, it's not like, oh, look, I've got so much money, I'm better than you. It's about, you don't understand this shit. Now the problem is, is these kids, they don't understand it, but they're paying stupid money for for resold t-shirts. Tomorrow I'm going to go down and pick up the Barrington Levy t-shirt. I swear to God, I'm going to feel to smack every single kid in that line who's never heard a Barrington Levy record, but they will be lined up for it so they can brag to their friends that they got this t-shirt with some old guy on it that they don't know who the fuck it is. Yeah. They're like, but, but here's the problem is me. Part of me is that I don't even want to wear this shit anymore because of that. But I refuse to be one of these people that won't wear something yeah, because pricks wear knows, it. Because yeah. to be honest, you're just as bad as the people that do wear something because people yeah, wear it. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's like, I, I respect what, like, bruv, I love them lot down there. Shout out Jagger, Karim, all them. They're good people. I love the brand. I'll always support it. But these little kids, they just fuck it up. And they think they know what they're talking about. They don't have a fucking clue. That is exactly. When I, I was, I've done my time in streetwear. I used to work for a streetwear store 
and Snips can bear witness to this. I used to work in a streetwear store. Mash. And yeah. yeah. And I, I, I used to personally, the only reason I used to boycott Supreme personally, not, I never used yeah. to tell people not to wear it. I used to, I used to, I used to never buy it myself because the first thing that people would always say to you was, do you skate though? No motherfucker. They still do. They still do. They still do. They still do. It's calm down a little bit. No, they still do. But what it is now, because it's so much, because it's about all the 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 um the photography on the the images on the tees more than it is about the skating. That was the main thing you always got. For me, it's it's skate inspired streetwear. You understand? But James Jebbia, who owns the brand, doesn't skate. Don't skate. James Jebbia, who owns the brand, doesn't skate. But these are exactly he doesn't skate people that. They were made. Obviously, they made it for 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 skaters. Yeah, originally. But I do but believe when they it. Diversified and spread out. It was. It became streetwear. Stussy was made for surfers and skaters. Yeah. None of us surf. But I still believe if you're if you're wearing a brand like Supreme or or Palace, you should at least have. Yes. You should have a level of respect. Is that if you're wearing Supreme or Palace, you need to have a level of respect for skate culture. Mm. A lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, some Supreme, yeah. Yeah. Some Supreme kids do because they're older, but I don't buy into the brand, but I know the people that do and a lot of the Palace kids. You, you know, it's a trifer. You're going to buy it. But you know that you know the, the, the actual Palace skate team and the people that work in the yeah, sport, yeah, they, yeah. They, they laugh at these kids. You know I, that. I, I, hope, I hope that they do personally because I'm on... I, yeah. I, I, I don't think... That the whole what streetwear has become, yeah. I t- that's the way I see it. It's about status and it's about having their triferg and stuff. I don't. I never bought into. It. I agree with you. I I, is, I always think that P- Supreme made they literally made a keyring of testicles, brass yeah. testicles, and they sold it for what, like twenty twenty seven quid or the thing something. Is, it's streetwear. Like, streetwear is counterculture. The whole know. point of streetwear is counterculture. It's saying fuck you. That's why when you go when you see Paris Fashion Week, you won't see Stussy or Supreme there because it's counterculture. So what people consider streetwear, you a lot see of these Supreme kids. in the seats though. Yeah, because people the wear. Audience, they can't stop yeah. people wearing it, mm-hmm. but they won't be there. And the thing is, it's like you got these brands. These kids think. Off white is streetwear, and they think Pigao is streetwear, and they think these brands aren't streetwear. They're they're guys trying to be high end fashion by making shit that rappers like. It's not streetwear. Streetwear is Stussy, Supreme, fucking fucked. Um, hundreds, even, hundreds, kind of like to the brands. I'm ten not deep. They fell off, but they're not as popular as they were. In yeah, the of course. Day when streetwear was running shit among sort of the uh, like you know the the youth dem- like the youthful sir, all of that yeah. shit like. That's streetwear. Milk You're crate, right. like yeah. that's streetwear. It's counterculture, mm. and it's that's why it has such a connection with hip hop because hip hop is counterculture. Mm-hmm. So one of the one of the one of the reasons I have the opinion I have on a lot of the newer shit as well is the same reason I same reason I have that opinion on on fashion, which is that if you look at something, if you look at something that's essentially a voice for people to say a fuck you to an establishment, then how are you then gravitating to something where it's that same establishment you're supposedly against is actually dictating what you should or shouldn't like? That doesn't make sense to me. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's like, like when we grew up, it wasn't cool to like, and and let me just dispel a myth as well. This idea that like, I just have an opinion that differs from people. I happen to have an opinion that differs from people often. But it's not, I don't just have an opinion just to be different. Like everything I say is genuinely what I think. But it was never like celebrated to like what everybody else liked. 
Do you see what I'm saying? It was always, and not just to not no, like what everybody was, else no. like. Even telling people where you got your clothes from, you didn't do that. Ex- exactly. And, yeah. and even music is like, all right, cool. So you might like, like, let's say, for example, like in 97, Mace was mainstream, right? Yeah. I liked Mace, but then it wasn't cool to only know about Mace. Like yeah. if you were into music, everyone was trying to dig and find some shit that no one had heard before. Yeah. You know, well, you and we all knew that, like, you, you know what? For exactly. Yeah. So Mace might be the biggest rapper, but we all knew that there were rappers that were better than Mace. Yeah. You know, but nowadays it's like, it's almost cool to just celebrate what everybody else is into and, and to, to go against that. Oh, you're a hater. It's like, and, and this idea that, oh, because the majority think But don't it, you think it needs to get to that point to help push the culture further and to help grow even the genre of hip hop in comparison to country and whatnot? It needs to have that kind of support. And that, and that whole sense of no, you're because a fan. I, I, I see what you're saying by having like a unified support yeah. in something specific. But not for the but, sake of it though. But when you because actually look at who is, who's, who's, dictating, who's dictating what this is, like who's telling you that this is the artist, this is the guy you're gonna, like Drake is, is media trained to shit. Drake is a media baby. Like he's, he's such a well-packaged Drake is product. the internet. Yeah. No, he's yeah, not. I'm absolutely. not saying, you know what? His last album was a bit shit, but like, like Drake's. Heard it. Yeah, yeah, completely. The completely. understanding. Do you think it's yeah, training yeah. or do you think it's just so, an understanding? The level of skill he has at PR is amazing. It's like, it's like the new, yeah. Fully. Yeah. Like it's a new level he, he won of, a, he won a rap battle of marketing with that yeah. no one knows. He literally won a rap did you battle think, with me. Did you think he actually won that then? What, won Stop that shouting, rap battle ladies. with Drake and me? To be honest, I don't... <laughs> Meek didn't really come back with anything. So for me, it was like, yeah. but personally, like- While still going back and forth, who did you think had it, bro? What? Literally? Guys, we're going to take a break. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Join us on the other side. We'll be back in literally seconds. Inside. <laughs> Second half, we're back. 014 episode 014 of the TBC podcast. We've been we were uh, we before we left you we were talking about everything from um hip hop to streetwear to the different demographics that are interested in the different genres really and types. Um we're going to kind of move on to more topical um subjects and obviously we're going to start with the biggest and what will probably be the biggest for a while oh, now. Wow. And the uh, the Orlando massacre, the Orlando shooting um, in a gay nightclub, and just the sort of events and thing the, the events surrounding it, and the things that have kind of been said, both in the media and on social media, because um, they're two very different worlds, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we can all agree on that. Definitely, two very very different worlds. Um, first of all, yeah, an absolute tragedy despicable act um but we were kind of talking on the balcony during our little um, vegetation break we'll call it um just about the different the different reactions it causes yeah the main one should be maybe banning Uh, guns discussed yeah but there are always all these other reactions well there's there's three main issues that have people have been discussing one is gun laws one is homophobia one is islam Mm. I kind of feel like Islam is the one that isn't really a conversation. I feel like the conversation should be homophobia and Gun guns because those those are the two direct things that made that man yeah. do Absolutely. what he did. He he didn't 
he's not homophobic because he's Muslim. He's homophobic because he's, he's homophobic. homophobic. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm Absolutely. saying? So Lauren wants to put two pence in. Um, Sorry, am I not? No, go. No, you're not meant to. Um, only because recently in the last, um, I think, 24, 48 hours, people were reporting that he was gay himself. That he'd yeah. been, yes, that he'd been, that well. he'd, been, he'd been frequenting gay clubs, he'd been to drag clubs. So the Islam thing is yeah. interesting in the, in the concept that he rang 911 when he was in there, pledged allegiance to ISIS. And then started shooting. But he is what they call a lone wolf. Has anyone heard a recording of that phone call? I don't believe it's been released. Yeah, see that. So that's fascinating in itself. Yeah. 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 That to me raises questions. Also, if he was very strongly religious, committing a... uh, um, an act like that during Ramadan... No, but apparently ISIS had been making lone wolf... Lone wolf, um, lone wolf, lone wolf calls to right. get people to act during Ramadan. During Ramadan. Okay, can that, even the gay community. Okay, can I just That's go crazy. back to a point that you made? Does frequenting gay clubs and having a gay app on your phone make you gay, or does having sex with a man make you gay? Because this is the thing. My point was that how do we know? That people say, all right, he was frequenting well, that. I also but how do we know that it wasn't reconnaissance? But they said that, that he was frequenting gay people that don't gay actually club. have sex. <laughs> so, Sorry. So I was going to say, they said that he'd been to that gay club multiple times before. In my opinion, he could have been scoping that out for the act that he committed. Right, yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. yeah. But so, then if he had multiple apps on his phone, apparently as well, because what you said okay. about, can you be gay if you're not having... Like, you know, I, I don't think necessarily engaging in a sexual act is what makes you gay like you not like i could i could be celibate and never have sex with another woman it still means i'm a heterosexual yeah because you have sexual urges towards women if yeah. you don't carry them out yeah then cool yeah but if of you course. are having sex with a man you obviously have sexual urges to do so yeah but you might not actually gay. be, right, yeah, do, be doing just, it in yeah no that just means to, you've either yeah. got no libido or you want to abstain but it doesn't mean that you or don't. you're massively conflicted due to you know whether it be cultural pressure or you know yeah, but it still and makes you gay. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. That's yeah, gay. no, I'm ag- I'm in yeah, total yeah. agreement with you. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But but what, so, so that's why I was saying that it's only like I'm not trying to say that every gay person has sex. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is that every person that has gay sex is gay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was one of it's, it's yeah. like that's yeah. all that's yeah. all I'm saying, and that that's why I I hesitate to believe that he was gay. I feel that if he was just frequenting a gay bar, if you're gonna sh- if you're gonna commit a, an act. No matter how despicable, that's a that's a big task, isn't it? Being yeah. able to shoot up a club with that yeah. size of fucking yeah. artillery as well. That's not a, yeah. that can't have been an easy gun to hide. You understand what I'm Even saying? Even in America, yeah. yeah. So you're what not just gonna roll in blind to, to do yeah. something like that, is what I'm saying. So that's why that's what, the, what I don't understand is yeah. apparently the whole thing took hours. Yeah, they were saying he was in there for a couple yeah, he of hours. Hostages in a bathroom, innit? Because a lot of right. people. But how do you manage to be in there for hours, doing that for hours, and nobody calls the police? Yeah. A siege. That's what a siege is. So that's police crazy. were not were notified while he was still in there yeah. killing people. Right. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the police can't go in blind. Yeah, there was a guy actually texting his mum while he was in the bathroom, like someone's coming yeah. to the door to kill me, and like, yeah. he died and his on iMessage. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what? I saw someone um, retweeted a um, uh, a tweet from one of the officers that had to go down there. And you never think about something like this, but he said that the most horrible thing he's ever heard is being in 
the venue when there were multiple bodies still there and just hearing like phone calls like constant like ringing oh, of mobile phones man, yeah. can you imagine like Jesus Christ yeah when you really think like when I read that, that I was like that's so dark man what yes. do you think is it with uh, with America right now because it's almost like every week there's something new like it's almost it, like you don't feel to surprise us yeah I think it's I think the, the most remarkable thing about it is is um and not remarkable in a good way obviously that especially sort of Florida yeah um the state of Florida has had some you know weird things going on obviously yeah. just before the um gay club uh shooting the 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 Orlando shooting as it's yeah. now known yeah um there was the shooting of that artist that was either a oh yeah yeah, yeah. Was it something grimy or something like that yeah the, yeah, the woman I, I, yeah what happened there she got shot at, on a meeting she was signing um autographs and someone just meeting and they reckon it was like a crazed fan just just popped in For front no of like yeah. fans a brother that's mad. mad when was this that's fucked up that was literally yeah, like in florida literally days before, before. Yeah. before. Yeah. In Florida, like two or three, yeah. you know. I don't yeah. think it was the night before. I'm not sure if it was the same city. I'm not sure if it was Orlando, but the mad. Police woman who worked on the shooting of that woman and the massacre and the kid who got dragged away. Mad. In Disney by the alligator. alligator. There's that the as well. Would have been a, the weirdest week at work. All right. Um. Do you know what? We had to take a break there because for two reasons. Um. The main being that. We'd be here all fucking night, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. Um, the second being that there are people that we hold very dear that are around us every time we record this uh, podcast. Um, and when there's topics like this brought up, people get emotional and, and it's it's not something that anyone likes to talk about, to be perfectly honest. Um, and yeah. So we, we just thought we'd curtail it there just because of a, a mixture of those two things, to be honest. This has been probably our most explosive podcast yet. I think they get yeah. better in every, every episode. Um, and we do apologise that we have to stop it here, but I think it's probably best that we do. Big up Snips, though, for coming Absolute in. Absolutely. Yeah, massive round of applause Thank for, you. Uh, for Snips for being there. I'm, I'm sorry if I upset anybody as well. No, no, it wasn't. It Honestly, wasn't. It wasn't. Right. Yeah, it was. It's all cool, man. It's all love, baby. It's all love. But um, but please join us for yeah. Go Wait, on. Uh, Bernie would like to uh, have Snips and Vidal made up. Are they cool? Are no, they... no, no, no. That is the crux of the podcast. Is the hatchet buried? Yeah, no, no. I don't think there was a hatchet to begin with. No, no, no. Cool. We've all agreed that everyone's got their opinions, and some people just. Yeah, people just have opinions in it. We're all fucking just, just put, I think put, that's what we've learned. Just put some respect yeah. on my name. That's put some respect on my name. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, you could have came in that bird, man. I don't know how that would have worked. But no, but it's love, honestly. It's Absolutely. all love. Absolutely, it's, it's all love. love. And, and anything we said um, in this ep- uh, podcast that you are offended, no matter who it came from, Fuck you, just be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna put a disclaimer out because I know I'm gonna get bare people hitting me up, be like, oh, you're ashamed to be white. I'm gonna just put this, dis- rather than reply to everyone, this is the disclaimer for you as a blanket. Suck him on. Yay! Yay! Cool. And on that note, and with that, yeah. we've disappeared into the night. Yay! <laughs>